You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 53 of the PharmD Money Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. On this episode of the PharmD Money Podcast, we're going to take a look at what pre-retirees who are 10 years away from retirement should be doing as far as preparing for that upcoming retirement. I know that as people get closer to retirement, they know they should be doing something, but it's really hard for them to understand exactly what they should be concentrating on at what specific time. And what usually ends up happening is people get probably one or two years away from retirement or some four to five months away from retirement and they go, well, maybe I should start figuring out what that's going to look like. And that becomes a big issue because they don't have enough time to use to their advantage to make smart financial moves. And that's why I always tell people that if you're serious about retirement, give yourselves 10 years to start preparing because it's going to make the next 35 to 40 years that much better. So you're 10 years away from retirement. What can you start doing to prepare? Well, the first thing I think you need to do at least 10 years out is to start gaining a lot of clarity about what retirement's going to look like for you. What are you going to do in retirement? How are you going to spend your time? Are there activities you're going to do in retirement that are going to pay you money? Are you going to spend a lot early on in retirement and dial it back? Do you think you're not going to spend a whole lot in the beginning and then Increase spending as you get older, which is very uncommon for retirees. It almost, almost never works that way. But regardless, what is your retirement picture going to look like? How are you going to spend your time? And the biggest question is, how can we translate that picture of retirement into what will it cost you? Is it going to be very similar to the type of activity you do today while you're still working? If it is, we can take your savings rate and subtract that from income earned on your tax return and get a really good idea of what your lifestyle costs. But what if it's going to be different? What if you're going to travel more? What if you have financial obligations now that you don't anticipate having 10 years from now? All of those factors are really going to play an important role on how your retirement is going to shape up and the different moves you're going to make between years 10 and the first day of retirement. So get very, very clear about what your retirement is going to look like and what your trips around the sun are going to consist of after you pull that retirement trigger. Because once you have that clarity, all the other decisions you have to make leading up to that point are going to become much, much easier. The next thing you're going to want to do at least 10 years out is you're going to want to start figuring out and projecting what your income sources are going to look like in retirement. And when I say income sources, I am leaving out, taking withdrawals from your investment portfolio. So if that's the only thing you have planned for yourself in retirement, well, then you probably don't have a lot to worry about in this category. But most people have some sort of guaranteed income source that they're going to be using to live off of in retirement. One of the biggest ones for most people will be Social Security. So we'll use that as our first example. Let's just say you want to retire in 10 years. You're 47 years old right now and you want to retire at 57. That's great, but you can't start taking Social Security until age 62, and that is at a reduced benefit. 
Most likely your full retirement age when you get your full social security benefit isn't until you hit age 67. And if that's the case, you have almost 10 years between when you feel like you want to start retirement until that social security payment can kick in. And the fact of the matter is what you expect to get based off of your social security projection will be far less than what you actually get even if you make it to full retirement age before you turn your social security on. And that is because the number that comes up on your statement, or if you go online and take a look at it, that number assumes that you continue to work all the way up to your full retirement date and you continue to earn the same amount of money as you have been previously up into that date. So if you retire at age 57, 10 years before your full retirement age, that social security projected benefit is going to be a lot higher than what you're actually going to receive. Now, the good news is you can go on the social security website and they have a calculator and you can put in all your information and get a better idea of what that social security benefit actually will be. But just understand that that guaranteed income source is not going to be what you expect it to be based off of those projections. And the same thing could go for other guaranteed income sources like a pension. Other people are going to rely on other income sources like rental income or farm rent income or stuff like that. Do you feel that that type of income is going to be consistent 10 years from now as it is today? Do you feel that it's going to be a little bit higher? Could it be a little bit lower? And what's the volatility that gets tagged along with those income sources? Because that could get, that should be considered as well. If the income sources you're expecting to take are set in stone and you can be very, very comfortable knowing that they will be there for you at a specific amount like Social Security and most likely a pension or some sort of income annuity, that's great. But if your income sources are more volatile, meaning that from year to year, they could be higher or lower depending on economic conditions. Well, maybe you want to figure out what type of range you may be dealing with 10 years from now when you're more reliant on that income once you fully retire. So 10 years out, create a lot of clarity and then do a really good job of trying to project what your income sources could be at retirement time, because that's going to help with the other big decisions, mostly portfolio withdrawal strategies that you're going to have to make once you finally get into retirement. And then the last thing I'd recommend 10 years out that everybody do is really start concentrating on debt reduction. So I'm a big believer that when you're earlier in life and you're in that accumulation stage, paying off debt is not a huge priority unless it's really bad debt like credit cards or you know, some frivolous, unsecured line of credit or something like that. Mortgage debt is something that I wouldn't be too worried about as you get closer to retirement, but I would recommend you have a plan in order to get it eliminated. And not because there's any surefire financial benefit for doing so, except for the fact you free up more cash flow. But the bigger reason I'd say you want to get rid of all your debt or do your best at reducing debt as much as you possibly can, specifically 10 years out so you have a good amount of time to be able to work toward that goal, the reason for that is because debt reduction and not having debt in retirement, specifically early on in retirement, has shown to provide much more satisfaction and happiness and contentment for retirees. Where you have one, two sets of retirees, the first set, they have a bunch of debt, but they have more than enough financial assets to take care of that debt. The other set of retirees, they don't have any debt, they have everything paid off and their financial means are a lot less. In Studies have been run and it's been proven over and over again that mental health and wellness is far greater in those people who don't have to worry about debt, even though their financial means are less compared to those who have more than enough, 
but because they have that debt, their emotions play a bigger role in their mental well-being, specifically during economic times that are tough. So if we go through an economic crisis or a big bear market or a big investment pullback, even if your investment or financial means are enough to cover any debt that you have and still allow you to live comfortably, it's still going to provide more stress on you than the alternative of not having any debt, even if your financial means are less. So pay off your debt, specifically bad debt. Mortgage is kind of a wash, but if you can afford to have your mortgage paid off by the time you get to retirement, that's great. Even if it's not your best financial interest to do so, because there can be a case for both reasons from a math standpoint, it's almost always better to have it paid off just for the the mental stresslessness that you'll encounter specifically early on in retirement compared to having that debt on your books once you pull that retirement trigger. So there you go, FarmD Nation. You're 10 years out from retirement. The three things I would recommend everybody start doing at least 10 years out is creating a bunch of clarity about what retirement's going to look like and make sure you include your spouse on that because their opinions on what retirement may look like 10 years from now could be very different from yours. If you do have a spouse, that should be a collaborative discussion. And then also project your income. Figure out what social security actually will be at a specific date you think you're going to turn it on. Figure out what your pension payment is actually going to be. Figure out what an income annuity could potentially pay you. Maybe you bought an annuity um, three or four years ago just because somebody sold it to you. If that's got some sort of income rider on it, maybe you want to use that. What would that look like 10 years from now? And then finally, pay off your debt. Good debt, bad debt, I don't care. Usually when you're debt-free in retirement, it brings a lot more contentment, happiness, and satisfaction compared to the alternative. And in my opinion, that's much more important than the marginal financial benefits you may have by carrying that debt up and through your retirement period. If you're looking for more information about myself, the podcast, or FarmDFP, feel free to visit the firm's website at farmdfp.com. We are a financial planning company that specializes in tax-efficient retirement planning for pharmacists and their families. Until next time, FarmD Nation, be well. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.